Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. I am so excited to break down this Week 7 matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs. First, we are going to talk the keys to victory for the Titans on both offense and on defense, and I'm going to tell you what the game plan should look like for the Titans to come out victorious in this matchup. Then, we are going to zoom in and take a look at the individual players to watch in this game. I'm going to tell you some matchups that I look forward to seeing on Sunday. And then finally, I'm going to give you guys my updated game and score prediction. And even if you checked out the crossover Thursday, I have updated my game and score prediction based on some of the things that my research led me to believe. After we talk my new updated game prediction, we are going to talk the gambling aspect of this game and keeping it plus 100. We are going to talk the fantasy aspect of this game and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy preview. And of course, I will give you guys uh, a little bit of uh, a view of what's going on in the AFC South over the weekend so we can keep track of the Titans division rivals. So a big time Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Titans fans, it is a Football Friday game preview edition. Of course, first we are going to dive into my keys to victory on both offense and defense. Take a look at what I think the game plan should be for the Titans before we get into that, though. Do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. And if you're new to the Locked On Titans podcast, make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform you stream podcasts. Subscribe to the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. I'm going to be putting out daily Monday through Friday Tennessee Titans content, not only during the season, but all year long. There's not another Titans content creator that can say that. So, make sure that you subscribe. Whatever platform you do stream, you can find the Locked On Titans podcast there and always free. Check me out on social media at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter for all my film analysis, the film clips, and film breakdowns that I do. Check out the show Facebook page at Locked On Titans Pod. And of course, always throw in a five star review on Apple iTunes if you are so inclined. But let's talk about the game plan here, talk about the offense and defense. And for the Titans on the offensive side of the ball, Going to have to get out to a hot start finally. In week one, the Titans scored zero points in the first quarter. Week two, they scored three. Week three, they scored seven. Week four, they scored three. Week five, they scored seven. Last week, week six, they scored zero. The Titans are averaging 3.3 points in the first quarter this year. That cannot continue. Offensive coordinator Todd Downing has to create a better opening game script on offense when he scripts out his first 10 to 15 plays. The Titans have to be more effective there, or eventually that is going to catch them in a bad spot like it did against the Jets. The Titans can't continue getting off to these slow starts on offense. And one way that they can avoid a slow start is avoiding turnovers. The Titans had a turnover and interception by Ryan Tannehill again in the last game. That's a big change for the Titans from previous years, those turnovers. The Titans cannot turn over the ball here, give short yardage and short fields to the Kansas City Chiefs offense because the Chiefs offense is much better in the red zone 
than last week's opponent, the Buffalo Bills. So the Titans cannot turn over the ball in this game and give it to the Chiefs and make it easy on that offense. And likewise, one way that they can do that is by running the ball. I know that every single week, a key to victory for the Titans is going to be to run the ball. But this Chiefs team, more than your average team, is terrible against the run. Last week, the Titans went up against the third-best rushing defense in the NFL, and Derrick Henry still dominated with 140-plus yards and three touchdowns. Well, this week, they're going up against the worst-rated run defense per pro football focus at a 32.6 overall run defense grade as a team. That is hideous. They are also going up against the sixth-worst run defense overall. The Chiefs are giving up 133 rushing yards per game. And then they're going up against the second-worst defense in the NFL in terms of yards per carry at 5.2. So not only are they giving up a ton of yards, they're giving up efficient running days for their opposition. The Titans are one of the best running offenses in the NFL. They have the best running back in the NFL. The Titans need to run the ball down the Chiefs' throat more than they typically would do. Derrick Henry only got 20 carries last week. He needs to be up around 30 this week if things go well for the Titans. So on offense, start hot, don't turn over the ball, and run it down the Chiefs' throat because they cannot stop anyone. On the defensive side of the ball, where it'll be much more important that the Titans stick to these keys to victory, the Titans can find ways to score against this Chiefs defense. I feel really confident about that. Where they will have trouble, of course, is stopping the Chiefs' explosive offense. So, not to be redundant here, but I expect a repeat game plan from last week. I mean, the Bills' offense and the Chiefs' offense are incredibly similar. Both of them are running the ball better than they have been in previous years. Uh, The Chiefs are one of the better running offenses in the NFL this year, just like the Bills were one of the better running offenses in the NFL this year. The Chiefs are the 10th best rushing offense in the NFL so far, and the Bills were 5th going in. So you got to worry about the run game, but you're really worried about the quarterback making plays in the passing game. And that's why rush integrity will be key. Mush rushing, making sure that you don't give easy avenues for Patrick Mahomes to get out of the pocket and make plays, especially when he's going to his right. So that means that the Titans will have to continue to use the twists that they were using against the Bills, but do them smartly just like they did against the Bills. You're going to do twists and stunts with your guys, but make sure whoever is twisting to the outside keeps that rush integrity, hems Patrick Mahomes in the pocket, and doesn't let him get out to his right. I would expect to see some blitzes to Patrick Mahomes' right-hand side as well to try to force him to his left. Another game point, plan, uh, game point plan from last week. The Titans have to be good in the red zone, and it'll be much more difficult this week. The Titans actually are the 13th best red zone defense in the NFL right now at 56% conversion rate, teams getting touchdowns in the red zone. But the Chiefs are the sixth best red zone offense at 70%. So that will be a very important battle for the Titans. They have to hold the Chiefs to field goals. Like I mentioned on offense, the Titans can't turn over the ball. But on defense, the Titans have to turn over the Chiefs. They're the second worst team in the NFL in turnover margin right now. Just in front of or behind the Jacksonville Jaguars, their turnover margin is a minus eight. Patrick Mahomes has thrown eight interceptions so far this year. The Titans have to find a way to get a couple of turnovers to stop the Chiefs from scoring. Also, the Titans really have to be worried about sweep runs. I'm talking about jet motion in shotgun, bringing a wide receiver across the formation, uh, perimeter sweeps for the running backs out of shotgun. 
The Titans are dealing with a ton of injuries on the outside at cornerback. They're also dealing with missed tackles every week. Right now, the Titans are tied for the sixth most missed tackles in the NFL at 43. So you want to force the Titans to tackle and attack their biggest weakness, which is their perimeter guys, their cornerbacks who are all injured. I would expect the Chiefs to go with a perimeter-based running attack using jet motion and jet sweeps. The Titans have to be ready to tackle and be ready to step up on the perimeter and stop those plays. But those are my keys to victory for the offense and the defense. That is my game plan for both sides of the ball. We are going to zoom in our lens, talk about the individual battles and the individual players to watch. Before we do that, though, do want to remind you guys about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is back and better than ever. They have a brand new website with a brand new interface. Makes it even easier to see all of the updated props, odds, and contests. They have the the best possible options when it comes to promotions and deals. Right now, I got one for you as well. Sign up at BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. They're literally giving you free money at betonline.ag. Go to betonline.ag. They're the number one spot to bet all the basketball and football action this fall. But it's not just football and basketball. You got baseball postseason, the NHL, boxing, and UFC. Right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, there is something for everyone at betonline.ag. So make sure you take advantage of that promo code locked on at betonline.ag. Get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Titans fans, let's dive back in to this game preview football Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We just talked about my big picture keys to victory on offense and defense. Now let's zoom in a little bit, talk about the individual matchups. We started on the offensive side of the ball for the Titans in segment one. We are going to start there as well. And a big matchup for me is Ryan Tannehill against the inside second level defenders of Kansas City. And that includes their linebacker core, guys like Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, also Anthony Hitchens, and it includes a safety like Daniel Sorensen. So Ryan Tannehill is going to have to find a way to manipulate those interior inside defenders and get completions over the middle of the field. The Titans got hot in the second half on Monday Night Football hitting A.J. Brown over the middle on those play-action fakes. The Titans are going to have to give the Chiefs a heavy dose of exactly that. I expect the heaviest play-action pass attack the Titans have had all year because the guys over the middle of the field for the Chiefs are vulnerable. I talked about Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, Sorensen, Anthony Hitchens. The linebackers, including Daniel Sorensen as a safety who kind of plays a linebacker role, have given up 760 of the 1,712 passing yards the Chiefs have allowed as a defense this year. That is 44% of the passing production targeted at those guys. So the Titans have to do the same thing, attack over the middle of the field against the Chiefs' weakest links on defense. On the defensive line for the Chiefs, they have a guy named Chris Jones. You heard of him. One of the best interior defensive linemen in the NFL. Now, he's been banged up recently with a wrist injury, but he has practiced throughout the week so far for the Chiefs, and I would expect him to play. And what we have learned so far this year is the Titans cannot allow a singular defensive player or a defensive line unit to completely disrupt the entire game. And Chris Jones has the ability to do that. As Chris Clark from Locked On Chiefs told us in our Thursday crossover, 
The Chiefs have been moving Chris Jones around the line of scrimmage. They've been using him inside, but they've primarily been using him as a defensive end this year based on the injuries and the lack of production that they have had. I don't care where Chris Jones is, whether it's over the guard like Nate Davis, who struggled this year, whether it's over the left tackle spot where I think the Titans will most likely be without Taylor Lewan in this game and have to start Kendall Lamb. Regardless of where they line up Chris Jones, he could be a problem. The Titans gave up no sacks last week, but I am not willing to say that the Titans can shut out this Kansas City pass rush. Although, I will say the Chiefs pass rush has been abominable this year. They've only had seven sacks so far. That's the least amount in the league. And that is why it's even more important that they don't allow a bad pass rush with the addition of Chris Jones to take over the game and disrupt the offensive game plan. The Titans have to dominate up front against a bad Chiefs defensive line. On the defensive side of the ball, for me, it's pretty obvious the front six of the Titans defense against the Chiefs offensive line. And I say front six because like last week, I would expect the Titans to play in nickel package with five defensive backs out on the field. I would expect to see even more six defensive backs out on the field. The Titans dime package, which they didn't necessarily run a lot last week against Buffalo. And one of the reasons for that is they wanted to make sure that they could stop the run. The Chiefs like to run out of shotgun. Like I said, I'm going to expect to see a lot of jet sweeps. So the Titans are going to have to tackle. Their defensive line is going to have to dominate up front. And they're going to have to turn the Chiefs into a one-handed team where they know that the Chiefs are passing. And then that'll open up what kind of coverages, what kind of coverages, what kind of blitzes the Titans can run in this game. You need to get the Chiefs into third and long situations, and you do that by stopping the run. Again, the Chiefs are the 10th best rushing offense in the NFL this year, averaging 125 yards per game. The Bills were even better last week, and the Titans completely closed the faucet on the Bills' run game. I expect them to try to attempt to do the same thing against the Chiefs so that they can solely focus on on the passing game and the passing attack of Kansas City to do that. That front six, the two linebackers, David Long and Rashawn Evans, and the front four of the Titans, which will include Tyre Tart, Naquan Jones, Jeffrey Simmons, Bud Dupree, Harold Landry, Amani Bledsoe as well, and maybe the introduction of Larell Murchison if he's able to go. If the Titans front six, the defensive line and the linebackers, can hem up the Chiefs running game, the Titans could have success getting after it in the passing game and in the pass rush. Some individual matchups that I will be watching, Dane Crookshank one-on-one against Travis Kelsey. Having Amani Hooker back is absolutely fantastic. He can play the deep end. Kevin Byard can roam the middle and play a robber zone coverage. And then you can have Dane Crookshank play man coverage on Travis Kelsey. It puts everybody in the slot that they should be in. It's something that I have been wishing for since we saw Dane Crookshank kind of emerge early in, earlier in the year against the Seattle Seahawks. Crookshank's not a free safety. Amani Hooker is, is ideally suited for that. Kevin Byard's ideally suited for that. So let Dane Crookshank be that matchup guy to go up against tight ends. Six foot one, over 200 pounds. He has the physicality and the athleticism to do it. That's a matchup that I will watch. And then I think that the Titans obviously have to have a double team on Tyreek Hill. Not necessarily a, a full double team with two guys in man coverage, but like they did against Stephon Diggs in the red zone last week, I expect the Titans to have a man on Tyreek Hill, and then have Kevin Byard or Armani Hooker shadowing to that side of the field in a zone coverage Try to give a pseudo-double team to Tyreek Hill. Now, I'm hoping that Chris Jackson can play in this game, and, and he was upgraded in practice on Thursday, so hopefully he's going to be able to go. But if the Titans have Jackrabbit Jenkins on one side and they have 
Chris Jackson on the other side. For my money, I would put Chris Jackson on Tyreek Hill, have Kevin Byard or Imani Hooker, uh, Imani Hooker shadow Tyreek Hill and help out Chris Jackson with that, and then let Jackrabbit Jenkins guard the other wide receiver on the team, whether that be Josh Gordon or Byron Pringle or Mecole Hardman, or whatever, uh, Dunta Robinson, whatever the Chiefs want to do, that's fine. But I would have Chris Jackson on Tyreek Hill with a shadow from a safety and then let Jackrabbit Jenkins deal with the other lesser wide receiver, and that's what I would run out for my money, but that is the individual matchups and the individual players and groups that I am looking forward to in this game that I think will go a long way in determining whether or not the Titans can come out victorious. Now, we are going to cap off this Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast by having a little bit of fun. We are going to cover the game from the other angles. I'm going to give you my game and score prediction. It is updated based on what I have learned and what I've seen in the last 24 to 12 hours. Then, we're going to talk the gambling aspect of this game. What's the line currently? What's the over-under? And how would I play it? Then, we're going to talk fantasy, tell you what you should do with your daily and season-long Titans options. And of course, I'll let you guys know what the slate is for the Titans division rivals in the AFC South in Week 7. So a lot still to discuss on this Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. But before we get into it, do want to remind you guys about the best tasting protein bars in the galaxy from our friends over at Built Bar. They have a, a ton of delicious flavors. They have something for everyone. My personal favorite is the salted caramel or the cookies and cream, but they have a limited time flavor right now as well. The cookie dough chunk. It's absolutely delicious. The bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, but it's not just the taste. They're healthy for you as well. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. They're great as a healthy meal substitute or just a guilt-free snack. Make sure that you go to BuiltBar.com right now. Check out all the options that they have and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Titans fans, let's cap off this Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast, talking about my prediction for the game, fantasy, gambling, the AFC South, everything you need to know about Week 7. We are going to dive into now. Before we do, want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. If you're new here, make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. If you're subscribed on YouTube, which you should be, smash that notification bell so you know when all of my content goes live. But as for my prediction, so I believe when I talked to Chris Clark of Locked On Chiefs on the Crossover Thursday pod, my prediction was 38-34 to Kansas City. But the more I look at everything here, Kansas City can't stop the run. The Titans will run the ball down your throat at will. Kansas City's interior second-level defenders are the weakness of their team. The Titans like to attack in the pass game over the middle. Kansas City can't rush the passer. Least amount of sacks in the NFL. The Titans' biggest weakness on offense has been dealing with pressure in the passing game. So all the things that the Titans don't do well, the Chiefs really don't counteract it very well. And all the things that the Titans do do well, the Chiefs are weak at. I think the Titans win this game. I think the Titans win this game. And as a matter of fact, I think the Titans are able to 
Make it as to where they're not trying to come from behind at the end to win. I'm predicting that the Titans win this game 38-27. to They're able to get two turnovers off of Kansas City. They get out to an early start 14 to nothing. The Titans go up 14 to nothing. The Chiefs try to get back into it. They're throwing. They're doing everything. Plays into the Titans' hand because they don't have to worry about the run game. The Titans force two turnovers. And again, they win this game 38 to 27. And that brings us to the gambling aspect of the game and keeping it plus 100. And right now, the Titans are currently underdogs at home again by four and a half points. I am smashing that line. I am going to. Put some money on that. Usually, I don't like to bet on the Titans. I tell you guys to do teasers, whatever. But plus four and a half at home, bet that for the Titans. I like that. The over-under is 57 and a half. I'm betting over on that too. Even if this game doesn't go the way that I think it does right now, 38-27, it's going to go the way that I said it was on crossover Thursday and be 38-34 to Chiefs. Either way, this is going over. Even if you don't feel comfortable betting the line in this one, bet the over-under. This is going over. And if it goes under, that's actually a good sign for the Titans, right? I believe so. Give me the Titans in this one. As for fantasy, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy preview, I am starting A.J. Brown, starting Ryan Tannehill, starting Anthony Ferkser this week, and of course you're starting Derrick Henry. Uh, Let's kind of break this down. In season long, You're obviously playing Derrick Henry. You're playing A.J. Brown. If you need to stream tight end because of all the bye weeks and the injuries, I would look to stream Anthony Ferkser. If you're streaming QB, I would look to stream Ryan Tannehill. Those are great pickups. If you're playing daily fantasy, the Chiefs are the second easiest matchup for fantasy quarterbacks this year, allowing 25.6 fantasy points a game. I'm going with Ryan Tannehill as a cheap daily fantasy option. The Chiefs are also the second best matchup for fantasy tight ends, allowing 11.9 yards per game. Again, that weakness over the middle of the field in the passing game against the Chiefs' pass defense. Uh, That's why I'm going with Anthony Ferkser. I think he has his best game of the season this week. Give me a little bit of that Ferk daddy in daily fantasy. So that's fantasy, that's gambling, that's my prediction. Let's cap this off looking at the AFC South slate this week. The Houston Texans going to the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals are currently a 17.5-point favorite in that game. That's crazy, but I wouldn't touch that line. The Texans are just as awful as we thought that they were going to be before the season. They're probably going to trade Deshaun Watson. While I expect that to be an emotional monkey off the Texans' proverbial back, I still don't think that that'll get them in a position to win the game. They're losing to Arizona. Now, this is an interesting game. Indianapolis at San Francisco. Now, San Francisco is coming off a bye, so giving Kyle Shanahan some extra preparation, I do like that. San Francisco is currently the betting favorite. They're giving up four points. If I had to put my money on this, I'm taking Indianapolis plus four, but I do think that San Francisco wins this game, and that would really help the Titans out in this early season push, especially with a game against the Colts next week in week eight for the Titans, a game that I will be attending. So excited to do my instant reaction from the stadium. The Titans really can close the door on the Colts if they sweep them and beat them next week, but that's only if San Francisco does their job and wins at home. Jacksonville is on a bye. Lucky for them, they get to celebrate that win a little bit more. Urban Meyer gets to party at the club and grind on some folks a little bit more. Good for Jacksonville, but they are not of any concern 
to the Titans and the division. But that's it. That's our Football Friday Game Preview Edition. Talk my keys to victory on offense and defense. Talk individual players and matchups to watch on offense and defense. Gave you my game and score prediction. Talk gambling. Talk fantasy. Talk AFC South. Everything. You need to know heading into this Week 7 matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs. I will be back with you guys immediately following the game on Sunday night to break down everything that took place. Can't wait to see you then. That's going to do it for me today, folks. Do want to remind you, my film breakdown article is up at the Titans Wire on USA Today. It documents exactly how the Titans were able to defeat the Buffalo offense in the red zone last week. Make sure that you check that out. But, of course, that's going to do it for me today. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.